Entrepreneur on Fire 1004. Okay, I just need 10 minutes of bravery to be able to send this email and then I can go back and be scared again. Hey, Fire Nation, and welcome to Entrepreneur on Fire, where I chat with today's rock star entrepreneurs seven days a week. Are you prepared to podcast? Visit freepodcastcourse.com to sign up for our free 15-day podcast course today. Ignite. Run your business from your pocket with eVoice. Go to eVoice.com slash fire for your extended 60-day free trial. This is a special offer for our listeners, so visit eVoice.com slash fire today. If you want 100% satisfaction guarantee, then go to LegalZoom.com today. Since they're not a law firm, you can get advice from LegalZoom's network of independent attorneys in most states. LegalZoom.com, promo code FIRE. Boom! Shake the room, Fire Nation. Jolly Doom is here, and I am fired up to bring you our featured guest today, Abby Lawson. Abby, are you prepared to ignite? Absolutely. Let's do it. Yes. Abby is the girl behind justagirlandherblog.com, where she writes about organization, home decor, creative projects, and randomly happy thoughts. She's passionate about helping other people grow their online audience and believes that business is best done in community. Abby, take a minute, fill in any blanks from that intro and give us a little glimpse into your personal life. Sure. Well, I always say that my blog name, Just a Girl on Her Blog, is a complete lie (laughs) because I don't do it by myself. My husband is actually my business partner. We do all the online business stuff together. Uh, So that's that's always fun to get to be on online and in business with your best friend. Um, We have two sons who are six and three, and we live in Pittsburgh, where our oldest son is currently finishing up his last week of kindergarten. Getting too big. Um, (laughs) But we're pretty excited because this will be our first summer where my husband is working full time on the business from home with the rest of us. So we'll get to be together at home all summer working and playing and having all sorts of fun. Uh, And we're just about getting ready to launch or when this airs, we will have launched, uh, relaunched our ebook. That is kind of one of our pillar products on June 10th. And that's also my 31st birthday. So lots of exciting things coming up in the next week or so for us. Wow. Well, I love it. And Fire Nation, Abby is actually the first fizzler that's not actually a co-founder um, on Entrepreneur on Fire here for this week of fizzleonfire.com. We're going to be nice. working this in at, you know, as it makes sense uh, how you know Fizzle has contributed to to your journey and your success, but I do just want to make note up front, Fire Nation, that's fizzleonfire.com. You go straight there. They have a special sign-up link just for you for a free month of Fizzle, no credit card required, and a group coaching call, which I'm sure Abby would have loved to have been a part of when she started. But hey, this is special for you, Fire Nation. So take action before <laughs> July 31st because you'll be able to, uh, to take advantage of both of those things. And that's, again, fizzleonfire.com. And Abby, I want to talk now about you being in Pittsburgh at a networking party. Someone walks up to you and they say, in 10 seconds, what exactly do you do, Abby? How do you respond? I create creative content in the areas of home decor and organization. I do it as a vehicle to encourage others, particularly women, and to be a positive voice online. There it is, dialed in. And Abby, you weren't always doing what you're doing right now. So 
take us to the entrepreneurial origin story of how you got to be doing this right here. And again, tell us that story. Take us to that launching moment. All right. Well, I'm actually a former English teacher uh, turned stay-at-home mom. And when my youngest was about 18 months old, I started looking for a creative outlet and just something to do for myself. And I didn't quite know what I was interested in. So really on a whim in January of 2013, I just decided to start a blog one day. Uh, I never thought anybody would read it. I actually kind of hoped that people wouldn't. I was afraid that they would find (laughs) out about it and think I was crazy. Uh, But Pretty soon after I started, I just ended up catching the blogging bug and just researching and reading everything I could possibly find about blogging. And eventually, uh, kind of brought in my husband with me and said, I need help on this thing. You know, you have more business sense than I do. So uh, we started working as a team on it and we just kept working and working as hard as we could. And, you know, definitely weren't an overnight success or anything, but just kept plugging away and now we're both able to do it as our full-time jobs, which is kind of fun. So you were able to bring your husband out of the steel mill? <laughs> Not quite a steel mill, but oil and gas. Which is- <laughs> what a generalization I just made about Pittsburgh. That is horrible. I'm, you know, being a Patriots fan, I just, I had to take a little jab oh. there. I know, we just took a turn I for the worst. I guess we can still be friends. <laughs> Yay, but what I do want to share, because we are going to go into that story, Abby, a little bit more about, you know, that transition and some struggles and some great moments and all that stuff. And I know specifically having just got back from Tropical Think Tank and presenting on stage with Kate, my partner and girlfriend, you know, the people, there's a lot of people out there that are very interested in how you can really do this thing with somebody that you love and, and have that that business and and relationship, you know, not you know, kind of get in the way of each other, but instead kind of propel and make everything even better. So we're going to get into that as well. But first, let's just get down to the the brass knuckles. And how are you generating revenue? Sure. Well, as I talked about a little bit, uh, we have a couple of eBooks, the Building a Framework book, which is for bloggers. I have one that's a bunch of printables. And then my husband actually just released his first eBook called The Paperless Home about how, you know, we have all of our everything digitally, nothing paperless at our house. Uh, So we get revenue from those each month. Uh, We have several affiliate partnerships that make us some income. Uh, I do sponsor posts occasionally and work with different brands. And then, you know, we have some, some ads on our blog, on my blog as well. Uh, And we actually share a monthly income report on just a girl on her blog. Uh, So if anyone is interested in seeing the breakdown. We kind of put it all out there. So, oh, um, yeah, people are interested in that. Where where is that ex- actually located? Is that just at slash income? Yes, if you go there, you'll find it. Killer. We'll link that up. Faux show. Now, Abby, you weren't always generating revenue. You weren't always just knocking things out of the park. I mean, take us to what you consider your worst entrepreneurial moments in your journey thus far. Take us there and really tell us that story. Yeah. Well, I would say that my worst entrepreneurial moment would just be during the time that I was starting my blog. I mean, not even so much that I had no clue what I was doing, which I didn't, or that my content was less than stellar, which it was not very good when I was first starting, but just more that I didn't have the confidence or believe in myself enough to think that I could ever be an entrepreneur. Uh, I, I was truly thinking that no one would ever read what I was writing. And I would say things to myself like, I'm just too shy. You know, that's not my personality. Other people can do it, but I'm just not cut out to be 
an entrepreneur, a businesswoman, I truly never, ever envisioned myself, you know, being at the point I am now where I do this blogging thing as a job. Uh, so looking back, at first, it makes me sad <laughs> that I placed so many limitations on what I thought I was capable of. Uh, and then also, I'm sure, you know, if I would have started out treating my blog like a business from day one, you know, I could be you know, a lot further along than I am, am now. Yeah, so there's really something that I do want to dial in on. I mean, that starting point for you was tough, but was there a day or was there a moment or a comment or something that you just feel like you can define as the lowest of the low? Absolutely. I think, I mean, even recently, and this was just like yesterday, I get comments on on a post that kind of question my integrity and where I'm coming from. I have a specifically, I have a post about that I wrote over a year ago now about how we managed to manage our money living on one income. And somebody kind of called me out and just said, you know, I just read your blog reports or your income reports and it must be easy to live on one income if you're you. You know what I mean? And that post was written a year ago. We were living on one income at that time. But I am like, it. that kind of stuff just kind of cuts to the heart and I don't let it roll off my back probably as easily as I should. Uh, And so things like that, make me call myself into question and I really have to, you know, go back and soul search and just have confidence in, in what I'm doing, no matter how you know other people kind of feel about it. Yeah. Thanks for sharing that moment. I can tell that even, you know, to, to this moment right now that, that, that does bother you. And, and that's just the reality. I mean, you know, when I get an email, when somebody, you know, kind of calls out something that I've said, you know, on my podcast or, or comments on the blog or leaves a one-star review in iTunes. I mean, those things are always going to hurt Fire Nation, but at the same time, as part of the journey. And, and there's a lot of successful entrepreneurs who say, listen, until you get the negative comments, until you get the trolls and just the haters, you haven't even really arrived because you're not standing strongly enough for something. <laughs> and, and you're standing for something very strong, Abby. And that's going to have some people who are on the other end of the spectrum. Now, let's kind of dive into your income a little bit because I think this is interesting that you went ahead being admittingly shy um, as you are and you know probably a little more private than other entrepreneurs that are out there that are doing stuff like this. You know, for me, having now done an income report for over two years, um, you know, I've learned a lot throughout that. And, you know, I, I came to the decision pretty easily to do an income report. And I've shared that before. But what I'm curious about is what was the decision process for you? Because you've been doing this since February of 2014, basically when you weren't making a ton. I mean, your first month you published it, you made 2,500. The second month was 1,000. The third month was 894. I mean, you were going the wrong way. So, right. <laughs> so talk about that a little bit. Talk about the decision process and then also just the fact that you were, your first three reports, I mean, they, they weren't looking like they were going in the right direction. Right. So, well, there are a couple of things that went into it. Uh, first of all, Donnie, my husband, was the one that, you know, actually said, hey, you know, we should do this. We should start doing income reports. And part of the reason we did it is because we admired so many other people like yourself and like Pat Flynn, who are, you know, transparent with their numbers and putting them out there. And those types of things have been really helpful for us. Uh, we weren't running across a ton of people in the position where we were, which was just kind of starting out with you know, making an income from blogging. And um, so we figured if we started when we weren't making very much, people could kind of like follow our journey and learn from 
our mistakes and our successes and everything like that. So that was the the one thing that kind of helped us decide to put it out there. And then the other thing was that I sort of got to ease into it. Um, <laughs> when we when we started them, uh, we originally published them on my husband's blog on DonnieLaw.com. And so they weren't, and his audience was kind of smaller, so they, they weren't in front of my audience directly right away. I would do like a shout out on Facebook and say, hey, if you're interested in this, you can go look at my husband's blog. Um, but then it wasn't until, uh, I guess, January of this year, we started publishing them on my blog and then moved the old ones over from his blog. So I got to ease into it. It wasn't on my platform right away. Uh, that helped too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, you know, kind of looking at these, I mean, you know, starting off in back in February of 2014, you know, publishing an income report, 24, I mean, that's respected. I mean, a lot of people would love to see that kind of income coming in from, you know, an online business of theirs. And, and then it dips for a little bit and then it, you know, takes a turn for the betters after a couple months where you're, you know, pretty consistently, you, you know, you, you had a massive month of 7,000, you know, maybe there was a launch in there. And mm-hmm. then it's kind of back to like two, three, three, five, five, five. But then there's a significant jump. And that looks like to me, and again, I haven't studied these until just as you were bringing the fact that you had income reports up. Okay. Um, you know, it seems to me what pr- pretty much jumps out is that you figured out a way to almost double your income pretty consistently. And it looks like it's going to continue to to maintain this way for a while because you figured out and probably took a cue from people like Pat and to a much lesser extent myself who, who do this. Um, but, you know, we teach people how to start a blog and you're getting some legit Bluehost affiliate income from that. And, you know, like your your post has been pinned on Pinterest thousands of times you know, stuff that dudes like me and Pat probably never even thought of or take advantage of. So talk about that a little bit, that shift and, and, and how that's, you know, brought you comfortably into five figures a month. Sure. Well, that actually worked out well because it fell around the time that my husband, Donnie, uh, got laid off from his job at the end of January. And so we had always dreamed of doing the online business thing together, but we thought maybe like, at the end of the year, this year, (laughs) or next year, or, you know, not right now. Uh, So we kind of got hit with that. And we're just like, okay, here's our opportunity. We're going to take it and we're going to run with it. Um, It kind of helped. January is always my biggest traffic month of the year because I do a lot of organization posts. So we kind of had that going for us. And then at that same time, we were in and still are in a fizzle mastermind group with uh, just a great group of people. And just went to them and were like, hey, this is our situation. Uh, we have all this time now. We, you know, we have, a, you know, a product. We have a couple affiliate things that are going, okay, how can we really step up and take this to the next level? And it was within that mastermind group. And at that time, uh, you know, Barrett and Corbett and Chase were all a part of it as well. And, you know, their kind of mentorship and leadership and help, helped us kind of really weed out what we didn't need to be doing and focus on what we didn't need to be doing and just gave us some great ideas for maximizing the potential, like you said, of the how to start a blog page and, um, you know, our products. We launched a product in three weeks in January wow. um, to try to, you know, build up another revenue stream and um, just all those things kind of built on each other and they all kind of happened at the right time and 
we're able to make it work and come out the other end, I guess. <laughs> well, let's shift to that and, and talk specifically about the power of this Fizzle Mastermind that you are in. But let's actually even mm-hmm. back up a little bit before that and, and sure. tell us your introduction story to Fizzle. How did you first hear about Fizzle? Where did that come from? And then talk to us about your decision process to, to drop that dollar for the first month and then you know commit to a $35 a month uh, fizzle membership, um, which, you know, is a legitimate uh, membership. So talk about that. Sure. So my husband, Donnie, is a big researcher and he reads a lot of, you know, online business blogs. And so I think he joined fizzle like very soon after it came out. And, you know, he started with the dollar and he was like, there's these classes on here that I really want to take and they're awesome, but I can just get it for a dollar and then I can leave after that month. And I was like, okay, you know, that sounds like a good deal. So we got to the end of the month and he was just like, I need this. (laughs) Like, I need all these classes. I need to keep doing them. He had just, he started getting into the, so the forums and, you know, interacting with people there. And he said, I, I absolutely need this. We need to keep doing this. It's worth the investment. And I said, okay. And then he kind of lined up some classes that he thought I needed to take. And so he would send them over to me and I would take them. And um, then it was absolutely essential for us when we were launching our first product and had no idea what we were doing to be able to, you know, go into the forums and talk to experienced people who had done this, you know, a bunch of times before and get feedback on our landing page and our pricing strategy and everything. It was just absolutely essential. And, um, We've never looked back. I mean, it's an incredible investment, absolutely worth the $35 every month. And actually now I think we've referred so many people to Fizzle that we get it for free. So <laughs> that's kind of nice too. <laughs> uh, there you go, double bonus. So let's kind of talk about this real quick. So, I mean, your husband, he saw that, you know, there was an opportunity for him to learn some really valuable skills, took the plunge, you know, and, and we get a lot of this within Podcasters Paradise where people say, you know, I came for the content, but I'm thrilled with the community. And mm-hmm. that's why they stay. And and I will say that Paradise is different where we don't have a monthly plan. It's just actually either a, a monthly fee up to a certain dollar amount and then you're done. So it is lifetime access. So there's a little different psychology there, but people still get there and they're thrilled with the community. Now, have you taken a step forward and, pl- and started a pretty active role within Fizzle as far as with the forms and the masterminds after your husband like really kind of vouched for it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I, he's in the forums more than I am because he does he does kind of the more business technical end, and I do the content creation more on my side. So he does the forums more, but we we are still in a mastermind group. We meet every other Friday. And we're both on that call every single time and are learning incredible amounts from the other people in our group um, that way. So that has been a real, real blessing. So there's obviously the content within the different courses and there's obviously the forms which are helpful as well and the opportunity to meet other people and form masterminds. Is there something else about Fizzle that does stand out to you that you really think um, is a benefit? I just think it's it's so great to like have other people who are trying to do the same thing that you're doing and they don't think you're crazy. Like in, in real life, when we try to explain to people like what we're doing, especially since Donnie got laid off and we're like, no, we're, we're doing this full time and, and it's fine. Like we're not stressed out about it and it's working out really well. Uh, people just don't get it and they don't understand. So just, just being in there and kind of being in the trenches with people and um, just kind of seeing that we're, we're not the only ones doing this. We're not alone. 
uh, and the people, they get it and we're all kind of striving for similar goals. It's just, it's incredible and it's really encouraging. Now, I will say it's, it's likely that Chase and Corbett and Barrett, they, they'll, they'll be listening to this, but don't worry, you're protected. <laughs> Is there anything about Fizzle that you wish was there that's not or that you just frankly don't like? I mean, I, I love Fizzle. Let me just I have to put that Done. out there Get it. as a caveat. Um, but it is sometimes it is kind of a, a boys club a little Ooh, bit more. There, there aren't there aren't as, as many women, but I have met a couple of women that I still am in communication with. I actually just partnered with one on my recent project that I've been working on through Fizzle. So I've made connections, too. But there are definitely the, the men outnumber the women on there. But. There are great women in there too. Yeah, I, th- I think that's great feedback. And I know that's feedback that like Chase Corbett and, and Baird, if they've not gotten, you know, would love to get because that is something that that is absolutely a reality. And I get emails sometimes from people being like, you know, John, like where's all the ladies on your show? And I actually had my VA go down and it's 3743. Um, if no, whatever that, no, 40, uh, 37, 63, I think is how the math works. So it's 37% mm-hmm. female, 60 three percent males and and i'm like you know honestly i i would love to have more ladies um on entrepreneur i'd love it to be 50 50 but you know Mm -hmm. the the honest truth is there aren't as many women entrepreneurs out there as there are men like that's pretty representative of you know probably what the reality is out there so you know ladies uh if you're listening to my voice right now then you are one of those 37 percent that's out there in the world so keep it going and and know that i'm working to get everything up to 50 50 i would love to see that and i know that's you know i'm sure fizzle would as well to create that powerful community and what i want to ask you now abby is you do have a lot of exciting things going on i mean Three straight months of five figures in revenue, crushing the Bluehost. But what is the one thing you're most excited about right now? I would have to say, we're, I mentioned it a little earlier, but we're about to launch or will have launched by the time this runs um, our, my, the second edition of my ebook, Building a Framework, The Ultimate Blogging Handbook, which is kind of my pillar product. It started out, we launched it last year as just an ebook, but uh, we recently added a lot of new video elements, uh, like step-by-step tutorials and interviews with expert bloggers that I think would just be really beneficial for people who want to start or grow their blogs. Uh, I just, like you mentioned in my intro, I'm really passionate about helping people who were like I was, like at, at home, kind of looking for an outlet or looking to try to make a little bit of money from home and they just don't know where to start. Like those are my people. (laughs) Like I was there. And so I'm just so excited to see um, people kind of take this new content and run with it. It's been absolutely thrilling to see the success of people who bought the, bought my ebook last year when it first came out and what all they've done and how they've grown uh, during this year. And so I'm excited to put all this new material into their hands and I'm just like fired up to see, uh, what they do with it and see their success grow even more. Now, what is and what are your major strategies this time around? You know what worked last time. It was a good launch. But of course, mm-hmm. your audience is much bigger now. So your expectations are much higher. What are your main strategies going to be for launching this time around? Sure. Well, one thing I have in place now that I didn't when I first launched was an affiliate team. So I it's 
I was able to, you know, gather up some friends to help let me guest post and help do a little bit of promotion and reviews for me the first time. But this time I have this whole affiliate team kind of backing me up to kind of help out with with the launch and spread the word. And we have a, a Facebook group for the people that have read the book. So they have been awesome about you know, giving input. And I think that in itself to be able to get direct feedback and to go to this group of people and say to them like, hey, what do you want out of this? What would be helpful to you? And have them tell me, you know, what they need. And to so I could, you know, fill that need and be able to provide that. Um, that has been huge. And so that's something I didn't have the first time around. Uh, and then, um, I, I don't know, I just think other people and doing it in community. I'm huge on community. I think life is best done in community. I think blogging is best done in community. Launches are best done in community. So the more people I can get involved, um, which my audience is bigger and I have the, those affiliates backing me up this time, the better. And that's kind of been our, our strategy going forward for this launch. There's recently a pretty awesome post by Brian Harris. I'm not sure if you follow him, but he's a video fruit. So Fire Nation, you can go back and just search videofruit.com and look at, um, you know, probably a post from, it was actually early June. So that's, that's when he posted it. But he talks in depth about his six-figure launch and the email sequences and the strategy behind it. But he does, Abby, just like you always come back to that power of community. So... Something that I think that you you two both resonate with, and also I think you could get a lot out of that post because um, your email list is growing. And again, I can see on your site mm-hmm. that you're starting to focus on that. So mm-hmm. using some really good email marketing strategies could be a huge step for you as well. And Fire Nation, we are about to enter the lightning round. But before we do, let's take a minute to thank our sponsors. Are you looking to incorporate your business, form an LLC or nonprofit, or file a patent or trademark? Create news. LegalZoom is here to help you start the right way. Over the past decade, they've helped more than a million business owners just like you. But did you know that LegalZoom is also your first stop when you need advice from an attorney? LegalZoom's not a law firm, so they've assembled a network of independent attorneys in most states to provide legal advice and other useful services to help you run your business. So whether you need a contract review... So whether you need a contract reviewed or advice on whether you should incorporate or form an LLC, whatever your legal question, start with LegalZoom. And as always, they provide complete transparency with upfront pricing, customer reviews, and a 100% satisfaction guarantee. Make the right choice for your business at LegalZoom.com today. And don't forget to enter FIRE at checkout to save even more. Again, enter FIRE at checkout at LegalZoom.com. That's LegalZoom.com, promo code FIRE. Being an entrepreneur means wearing a lot of hats, and that often means handling all the phone calls for your business. This can be a real challenge when you're trying to deal with larger goals like growing your business. And hiring a full-time receptionist to answer, manage, and route business calls is a luxury that most small business owners can't afford. And yet, with today's technology, there are simple alternatives to having a full-time employee handling your calls 24-7. For instance, eVoice answers all of your calls like a receptionist, but it's actually an automated phone system that works with your phone you already use, whether a landline or mobile. And starting at just 13 bucks a month, it's literally a fraction of what you would pay to hire someone to handle your calls this efficiently. Want to try it for yourself? Go to evoice.com slash fire for your special extended 60-day free trial. Fire Nation, this is a special offer for our listeners, so visit evoice.com slash fire today. That's evoice.com slash fire. Abby, are you prepared for the lightning rounds? 
I'm ready. <laughs> what was holding <laughs> you back from becoming an entrepreneur? Oh, it was definitely fear. I mean, I was afraid I would fail. I didn't have the confidence to believe that I could do it. Uh, and I was just fearful of, of every single aspect, but not anymore. <laughs> <laughs> what is the best advice you've ever received? This is kind of, a, it, it's more a motto, I guess, than advice. But I went to a summer camp growing up for years and years and years. And the motto there was God first, others second, and I'm third. I kind of adopted that as my motto or advice for life because um, it really helps me keep my priorities in check and, and just keeps me grounded uh, just to remember that no matter what's going on or how busy I am, God should be my first priority. And then, you know, to put other people ahead of myself and seek out ways to serve them and, and to fill needs for other people. And then not to forget about myself and, and do the things that I need to do to stay healthy and balanced. Uh, and I just really think that this motto has served me well, both in life and, and in my business as well. Is Steelers at least fourth in there? I mean, what's going on? <laughs> uh, in Pittsburgh, I think that's like a requirement. <laughs> I don't even know if you're a football fan. I don't know why I keep talking. Absolutely. About it. Oh, you are good to hear. Okay, Absolutely, good. Absolutely, yes. <laughs> what's a personal habit that you believe contributes to your success? I am really big into time blocking to organize my time. So I write down my to do list and then I schedule everything out for the entire day. Now, it rarely goes exactly as I have it planned, <laughs> especially with two kids running around. But having everything planned and organized really lets me know, you know what I need to do next and keeps me from getting distracted. Do you have an internet resource like Evernote you can share with our listeners? Sure. Well, uh, like I've mentioned, my husband and I work together on the business. So we really rely a lot on Trello to lay out our bigger projects and uh, get keep everything organized and who's in charge of what and that kind of thing. Uh, along with, you know, Google Drive documents that we can share to keep us organized and on the same page. If you could recommend one book for our listeners, what would it be and why? Uh, well, I was an English teacher, so to ask me <laughs> to pick just one, I feel like that's kind of unfair. Um, you can but, say A yeah. Wrinkle in Time. That's totally fine. <laughs> no, I would say uh, to Fire Nation particularly, I recently read Jeff Goins' new book, The Art of Work, and it totally changed the way that I looked at my calling and just the road that I took to get here. I think a lot of people and, and entrepreneurs, maybe especially, are just waiting to like arrive at their moment or this brilliant business that they were going to start. But it really, it's all about the journey and the experiences that you have along the way that teach you so much and prepare you for the future. So the art of work, I thought, was it was really helpful for me. Well, Fire Nation, I know you love audio, so I teamed up with audiobooks. And if you haven't already, you can get an amazing audiobook for free at eofirebook.com. And Abby, this next question is the last of the lightning round, but it's a doozy. Imagine you woke up tomorrow morning in a brand new world, identical to Earth, but you knew no one. You still have all the experience and knowledge you currently have. Your food and shelter is taken care of, but all you have is a laptop and $500. What would you do in the next seven days? Oh, man. <laughs> um, well, I would start out by finding my people. Uh, like I mentioned before, if there's one thing I've learned, it's that life and business is best done in community. So whether that's seeking out a solid church or community where I can connect with other people or for business, finding real life or an online community to connect with entrepreneurs and learn from them. That's probably the first thing I would do. And while I was doing that, I think I would be just putting my feelers out and looking for 
needs that other people have and figure out how I could use my skill set to meet those needs. And Abby, let's end today on fire with you sharing one parting piece of guidance, the best way that we can connect with you, then we'll say goodbye. Parting piece of guidance, I would say this is as much a reminder for myself as for anyone else, but just don't let fear hold you back. I mean, there have been times I have literally had to tell myself something like, okay, I just need 10 minutes of bravery to be able to send this email and then I can go back and be scared again. But (laughs) even if you just have to give yourself a pep talk just to be brave for like a minute so you can do that thing that's going to take your business to the next level. I mean, so many of the opportunities I've gotten and reasons that my blog has grown came out of things that I pursued. And I pursued them not because I wasn't scared. I was, but it was in spite of being scared that I pursued them. So just don't let fear hold you back and be brave and go for it. Seth at SethGodin.com. Sent. Oh, it's gone. I can be scared again. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. That's all you got to do. Um, so, and, and as far as connecting with me, you can find me on my blog at JustAGirlInHerBlog.com. And I'm on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, Pinterest, anywhere you go. I'm probably there. So. Boom. We'll just go to the headquarters and connect with all the social media channels from there. And Fire Nation, you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with. And you've been hanging out with Abby and JLD today. So keep up the heat and head over to eofire.com and just type Abby in the search bar. Her show notes page will pop right up with links to everything that we've been talking about today. And again, justagirlandherblog.com is where you can find her directly. And if you're as impressed with I am about how Abby's been doing her thing and how her husband joined up and how they're really doing this five-figure business together, fizzleonfire.com was a killer resource for him, still is to this day. You can go there, sign up for free, no credit card required, plus a group coaching call if you do it before July 31st, 2015. If you can't, that link will still be live, taking you to where you can sign up for a dollar and no coaching call, but still very, very worth it. And Abby, I want to thank you for sharing your journey with Fire Nation today. And for that, we salute you and we'll catch you on the flip side. Thanks so much for having me. This episode is supported by Sidekick by HubSpot. Sidekick is the ultimate email advantage, providing you with seamlessly integrated email tools for Gmail, Apple Mail, and Outlook. With Sidekick, you can receive live notifications when someone opens and clicks on your emails, so you have powerful contact insight right in your inbox. Go to getsidekick.com slash fire to get your first month of Sidekick for free and to see why 200,000 other users love Sidekick. Fire Nation, thank you for joining us on Entrepreneur on Fire. Visit eofire.com to link to everything we chatted about today, as well as killer resources, gifts, and so much more. I'm hosting a live podcast workshop where I'll teach you how to create, grow, and monetize your podcast and answer any questions you have. Visit podcastwebinar.com to claim your spot today. Have an inspired day and ignite.